You're listening to the Walking Wise Podcast by Gradient. Daily wisdom from the Proverbs for every day of October 2020. Here's today's episode. Proverbs chapter 30. The words of Agur, the son of Jekka, his utterance. This man declared to Ithiel, to Ithiel and Ukal, Surely I am more stupid than any man, and do not have the understanding of a man. I neither learned wisdom nor have knowledge of the Holy One. Who has ascended into heaven or descended? Who has gathered the wind in his fists? Who has bound the waters in a garment? Who has established all the ends of the earth? What is his name? And what is his son's name, if you know? Every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who put their trust in him. Do not add to his words, lest he rebuke you and you be found a liar. Two things I request of you, deprive me not before I die. Remove falsehood and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food allotted to me, lest I be full and deny you and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and profane the name of my God. Do not malign a servant to his master, lest he curse you and you be found guilty. There is a generation that curses its father and does not bless its mother. There is a generation that is pure in its own eyes, yet is not washed from its filthiness. There is a generation, oh how lofty are their eyes, and their eyelids are lifted up. There is a generation whose teeth are like swords and whose fangs are like knives, to devour the poor from off the earth and the needy from among men. The leech has two daughters, give and give. There are three things that are never satisfied, four never say enough, the grave, the barren womb, the earth that is not satisfied with water, and the fire never says enough. The eye that mocks his father and scorns obedience to his mother, the ravens of the valley will pick it out, and the young eagles will eat it. There are three things which are too wonderful for me, yes, four which I do not understand. The way of an eagle in the air, the way of a serpent on a rock, the way of a ship in the midst of the sea, and the way of a man with a virgin. This is the way of an adulterous woman. She eats and wipes her mouth and says, I have done no wickedness. For three things the earth is perturbed. Yes, for four it cannot bear up. For a servant when he reigns, a fool when he is filled with food, a hateful woman when she is married, and a maidservant who succeeds her mistress. There are four things which are little on the earth, but they are exceedingly wise. The ants are a people not strong, yet they prepare their food in the summer. The rock badgers are a feeble folk, yet they make their homes in the crags. The locusts have no king, yet they all advance in ranks. The spider skillfully grasps with his hands, and it is in king's palaces. There are three things which are majestic in pace, yes, four which are stately in walk. A lion which is mighty among beasts and does not turn away from any, a greyhound, a male goat also, and a king whose troops are with him. If you have been foolish in exalting yourself, or if you've devised evil, put your hand on your mouth. For as the churning of milk produces butter, and wringing the nose produces blood, so the forcing of wrath produces strife. When you're thirsty, you search for water to quench your thirst. It would be strange to search for food to quench your thirst. Likewise, it would be strange to drink water when you're hungry. Our different categories of desires require the right things to satisfy them. 
So what then can satisfy the eternal longing in our souls? The answer is only eternal things. You see, your eternal longing may manifest in trying to create an everlasting legacy or everlasting happiness, but sin and death rob the opportunity to be eternally fulfilled by temporary things. Instead of these things being fulfilling in and of themselves, our desires for love, acceptance, peace, success, they point us to the good God behind those good things. So to miss God is to miss the ultimate fulfillment of the longings of our hearts. You see, we were made to run on God. The Bible says in John chapter 6, verse 35, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. So let's check out these Proverbs written by Agur that talk about true satisfaction. Verse 9 says, Two things I request of you, deprive me not before I die. Remove falsehood and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food allotted to me, lest I be full and deny you and say, Who is the Lord? Lest I be poor and steal and profane the name of my God. Here's a good question. How much money is enough money? Because it seems like the more that you make, the more ways you find to spend your money. So temptation for people that are struggling to make ends meet is to try to take matters into their own hands. But people may not realize that a temptation for the wealthy is also that they don't believe that they need God in the first place. So both poor and rich are both struggling to be able to put their trust in God, the one who has given them all resources. The poor feel the weight of not being able to have enough by their own power. And those that are wealthy believe that they are self-made people who can get what they want by their own power. But God desires a humble heart and a contrite spirit. What if our prayers started to sound like, Lord, don't make me rich and keep me from poverty. Instead, just give me what I need so I can use it for your glory. Verse 12 through 14 says, There's a generation that curses its father and does not bless its mother. There's a generation that is pure in its own eyes, yet is not washed from its filthiness. There's a generation, oh, how lofty are their eyes, and their eyelids are lifted up. There's a generation whose teeth are like swords and whose fangs are like knives to devour the poor from off the earth and the needy from among men. What kind of generation are we going to be? As we grow older and we look back, what are we going to be remembered for? Will we be known as, as the generation that curses others, has pride and looks to devour others? Or will we be a generation that blesses and serves others? In other words, do we look to give or to get? Those who operate out of eternal satisfaction feel no need to cheat and steal to get what they want because they have everything they could ever need. They have God himself. So what they own, they see as a tool that God has given them to love God and love others. What would happen if we began to see our possessions in light of eternity? Our clothes, money, our housing. All of these are tools to bless the world. So instead of looking to take advantage of each other and try to be one step ahead, Let's reimagine our possessions through the eyes of eternity. Thanks for listening. If you were encouraged by what you heard today, let us know by messaging us on our Instagram, gradient.ya. 
Hope to catch you tomorrow for our next episode of Walking Wise.